Good to go. What's up? My name's Jess Wood. Welcome to Get Wood. I wanted to start the show off standing up for y'all because I'm feeling really, really intensely sorry for the younger generation right now. You know why? Because Gen Z, they've always had their phone and they've never been able to have the pleasure of acting out a song while it's going on and not being on TikTok or any social media just for the goddamn fun of it. One of my favorite ones, every time I comb my hair, thoughts of you get in my eyes. You're a sinner, I don't care. I just want your creamy thighs. You know the act out, the fun fucking times, remember? Remember when we had fun? Okay, I gotta sit down. Sit down, old lady! Shut up, don't call yourself names. Hi, everybody, hi, welcome to the show. Welcome to Get Wood. My name is Jess Wood. I said that earlier, but I'll say it again. I'll just keep saying it until you don't fucking (laughs) forget it. Forget it! When? What? Hi, okay. Calm down, woman. It's Get Wood. The first... uh, (laughs) Can you please just do your commercial, for fuck's sakes? It's Get Wood. The first all-true female and ex-sex worker storytelling show. Comedy and fun for your week. Hi, Miss B. Thank you for joining me on your lunch. Hi, Miss Miss M, Miss Miss uh, A, Miss all y'all, Misses. Oh, it's my International Women's Month in the chat. Is everyone having their period at the same time right now? I love you so much. All right, calm yourself. I've had such an insane week that I. Okay, first of all, thank you to everyone who got in touch with me about not being on yesterday. Thank you to everyone who sent me money this week, who subscribed. Thank you to everyone. I just want to say I'm so grateful for y'all. I really, really am. And it's, uh, boy, when it rains, it pours. I'll tell you what, you know, uh, last week I was telling you, remember how, remember how like a couple years ago we couldn't, we couldn't touch our face. Now all I do is touch my face and touch my eye. It's really, it's probably bad for me, but, uh, I am, um, I'm really happy to have you guys here. I was uh, sad to, to not be here yesterday. I am, um, I've been doing this Tuesday thing for over, the, uh, you know, since the before times, really. So I, uh, I just thank you for, for being with me. And, and the only consistency that I can possibly have in my life is this show weekly. And to know that uh, a lot of you out there are depending on it, looking forward to it, and enjoy the weekly kind of bust open Tatiana, busted open Tatiana. Uh, I really, I just appreciate, and I just like to give a little love. So thank you, thank you. Okay, let's on, on with the show. Now I started with talking about how I do feel sorry for the the Gen Z because they've only ever had phones, they've only ever had porn, they've never been able to have. Um, They've never had to have an imagination. And the, you know, studies have shown now, folks, that actually it's really good to daydream. It's really good to just sit and kind of stare out the window. I mean, I was in special ed. So they sent, because I stared out the window so much as a child, I was in special ed. Uh, I was especially staring out the window. I didn't have any drool, but I did stare a lot. Anyway, I think that they're missing so they're missing out on so much. And I did mention this last week, but I wanted to bring it up again. The the uh, Gen Z, they like to choke and get choked. They like to spit and get spit on. 
and yet they can't handle the word moist. It's very strange to me, this whole situation, because I know when I was coming up, it was like we didn't like hate words. You know what I mean? There was a lot of hate words and a lot of shit going on where people are talking shit all the time. And we were like, "Eh," you know, not everybody, but me and my. mm. Anyway, so I feel for these kids, you know, they're so confused. Moist is good. Choking is bad. I don't know if anybody else thinks that. Spitting is never good. I was spit on as a kid. It was not sexy. Do you know what I'm saying? It was called bullying back then, not sex. Weird that now it's sex. A lot of stuff has changed. You know, I have a tattoo on the on the bottom of my lower back and it, I am uh, in the generation that it was just called a lower back tattoo. Then they started to shame us. Tramp stamp. Why, why do I have to have it? Why do I have to be a tramp to have my back tattooed? You know what I'm saying? It's a, it's, it's really something else. Uh, yes, spitting is gross. Exactly. Unless you're spitting his cum back into his mouth upon request, that's still gross. But at least it's like, hey, you're not just like, you know, I I just, and they don't like the word moist. Okay. So it, it makes me a little wild. Um, so I say all this because I was in Texas this weekend. I did a ton of shows all week. And I thank you to everybody who put me up. Thank you to everybody who paid me, who drove me, because my car is still in the goddamn shop. But I was in Texas, this, the, the horrifying state of Texas this week and this weekend. And uh, at, at one of the shows, there was a young boy child in the audience of about, I don't, I'm seven maybe eight years old. And the woman who was producing it, shout out to uh, Sharita. She was a joy and a doll and talent. And I just loved her. So thank you. And uh, shout out to the to the place that put us up and the uh, to the guys that showed up. Otis, hey, thanks for coming and supporting. Jamar was out there. Oh my goodness, it was a blast. So we had a great time. But there was a young child in the audience when I was performing, well, when we were all performing, but really, um, you guys know my content and I'm in Texas. You think I'm not going to talk about abortion, banned books, spitting on pussies. You know what I mean? So I, I really had to, I, it was a teaching moment really for the, for the child. I really do hope that he asks lots of questions on the way home on his drive home because I do this for the kids, you know, that's why I do this. And I, uh, I did talk about spitting on pussies, and I said to the young boy, I said, man, l- little man, young man, sir, don't ever spit on a pussy, okay? And everyone was like, ah! And I think, you know what I'm doing? I'm educating. This is what I do. I educate stage to stage, state to state. Let's get the kids knowledged. You know what I'm saying? And I don't... Listen, I don't think it's ever too early to tell a child to not spit on a pussy. I just don't. I don't think there's an age range. I think we're all really uptight about age in in our society. We're so ageist and weird. And I think it's time for us to educate and to call stuff out the way it is, right? So I'm I'm up there in Texas and I'm talking about abortions and I'm talking, you know, and all the abortion material, it always kills. It always kills. So... The people are laughing, even though they don't, some of them don't really want to. There's a whole table in the back of senior citizens. We're talking gray, full on purple hair. I don't know, 70s, I don't know, maybe 80. Who fucking knows anymore? Anyway, some old whites in the back. And they didn't, they thought they were safe. 
Let me tell you something about America. We're so fucked up here that when I come out on stage, the white people in the audience go, oh, good. Oh, thank. Oh, oh, good. Good. Thank God. Then I open my mouth and they go, oh, God, she needs to be burned. She's a witch. And I did tell a young lady that was there, probably college age. She said, why is it so hard for us? And I said, because they hate us because we're witches and they want to burn us. And it's not, you know, they're trying to. There's a weird pastor in the South that actually called out witches in his congregation. I'm not talking about 1850. I'm talking about three weeks ago. Uh, yeah, a pastor called, I know they are amongst us now. You know who you are. So anyway, but before I went into the old people and, and dealt with them, I first dealt with this child some more. I said, listen, I believe the children are our future. Teach them well. Let them lead the way. Show them all the beauty they possess inside. Now, let me tell you something. Maybe you guys got that uh, reference, but only two of the Texans got it, which I was disappointed in. I'm like, What's, what happened? Whitney Houston used to run shit. Now what? I love that bitch. Oh, God. So I told the, the kids, you know, it's for the kids. That's what I do is for the children. And then I attacked the uh, seniors. Well, I didn't attack them. But I said, hey, hey, you in the back. Yeah, you with the gray hair, senior citizens. I said, I'm not scared of you. I said, you're from the generation that's been fucking the most. You did it raw. You brought on diseases. And you just continue to do shit like crazy. I said, are you guys thinking that I'm talking smack to some people that don't deserve? Well, you don't know them. Do you know what the fact facts? Here we go. Facts. Ready for facts? The STD, that's sexually transmitted diseases for those of y'all who don't understand abbreviation. Um, the most STDs that you could possibly find in the world right now at this moment in the old age home. That's right. Senior plus boo boo. Senior plus. That's right. They are not wrapping it up. They're fucking raw and they don't care. And they're like, we got nothing to live for anymore. You know what I mean? Lick it. (laughs) I can't wait. Although the thing is, I'd rather, mm, I don't know if I want to get to that part because there are supposedly only a few dudes to all the chicks because, you know, men die before women. And uh, so there's all these horny old bitches in the fucking old age home. And then uh, like a few dudes like, hey, what's going on? Now, I talked about this at the show and someone came up to me afterwards and said, that thing about the old folks and the STDs, that's no joke. I said, I know, motherfucker. I know. It's just like that woman that came up to me after my show on Wednesday night and said, you know, blowjobs in the apocalypse will be the currency. And I said, I know, bitch. That's why I do the fucking joke. Let's get it. Don't get it twisted. I'm teaching. What am I doing here? Again, preaching and teaching. Hey, girl, hey. Anyway, these senior citizens, they didn't give a fuck. So my, the guy that came up to me said, yeah, that is no joke. That is why if you go to visit a, a senior at one of their homes, they have things scheduled back to back. It's not a coincidence that any of these senior trips, senior, you know, uh, cruises, it's like shuffleboard at 6 a.m., breakfast at 7, cards at 8, fucking whatever they're going to do, pool aerobics at 10, because they should, because you know why? 
they're like a bunch of fucking teenagers and you have to keep them away from each other or else they're going to be fucking. It's just the deal. I mean, maybe this is good news. You know, everybody, maybe this is good news that we can say, hey, aging doesn't have to be shitty. Getting old can actually be a a good time. Maybe you want to wrap it up though, grandma. (laughs) Wrap it up, Graham Graham. We're getting some STDs flying about the fucking... Oh boy. Anyway, (laughs) I... uh, I've been working, and now last week's, last week's program, I spoke to you about going on job interviews, and I, I don't know if I was clear. Some of you wrote to me and said, congrats on your new job. Some of you wrote to me and said, hey, did you get a job? And so I feel it's my job to be clear. Speaking of jobs, come on. It's my job to be clear with y'all and, and tell you what the fuck's going on. So where, what the fuck's going on is I trained at a diner last week and um, as a waitress, as a server, server, they call us, which I got to say, I don't want to serve you. Do you know? I don't. I don't want to wait on you. I don't want to serve you. This is, I don't know. I don't know how they could make it like more delicate of a situation. But the fact that people come in, okay, they, they come in and I am there. I am here to serve you. What am I, a robot? What am I, a Stepford wife? Fuck this. And you know, I didn't used to think like this when I was waitressing before. I just took it like a, like, a, <laughs> just took it. I just took it. I was like, oh, it hurts, but whatever. I think this is how it works. And I now have a totally different feeling about it. My friend asked me after the week that I had over there, and and let me tell you something, kid. Let me tell you something. I had four shifts, which I'll never do again. That was way too many shifts at a, at a restaurant again. After two and a half years of not carrying a plate and not having to deal with some fucking idiot, like, man, how tall is your orange juice? Like, it's suck my dick tall. You know what I mean? It's suck my dick tall. Uh, so my friend asked me, and God bless her. She's a, she's a delight. And, and she asked me, well, Jess, is it fun? Do you, do you like, is it fun over there? And it really, I, I have to say, it really took me back. And I was like, hold on. Is it fun? Mm. Is it fun to carry uh, hot plates in my hands? Is it fun to to, to go back and, and say, oh, I'm so sorry. Um, I didn't have that lemon on your tea. I am so sorry. Please. I'm new. Ha- <laughs> I'm new. Have pity. I'm new. And the thing is, look, I can make fun of myself and say like, oh, you know, what the fuck are you doing? But also uh, a woman at a table said to me, oh, everyone's new at something all the time. Everyone's always beginning at something. Not everybody is just going to get, no one actually is just going to come into something and automatically be great at it. And I thought, wow, this goddamn lady is a Buddha. You know what I'm saying? She fucking knows. That's what's up. You don't, don't do that to yourself. We don't need to do that. Yeah. Three shifts maximum, Rondell. Three shifts max, boo-boo. I'm like, uh-uh, motherfucker. Like, I can't, I, 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 it, it's, I'm different. I'm different. 
And it's not, it's fine. Like my friend said, is it fun? It's not fun to clean people's spittle, you know, off a, off a, a table. It's not fun to try to grab a baby child that's not mine, that's falling through a high chair because the parents can't figure out how it works. It's not fun. Is it fine? Yeah, it's fine. It's for, for now. For now, now, and for the moment, gather a little money, get some bits from it. Let me tell you something. I've already been recognized there as a comedian, not as another from another waitressing job. <laughs> but thank you so much. No, I had a table full of really cute, hip kind of uh, arty, I don't know, arty writers. I don't, maybe they were production. I don't know. You know, I don't know. But definitely did not look Albuquerquean uh, style. Definitely kind of like out of state came here to maybe work on a Netflix show or something. That's what I think they were. And this young man said to me, a uh, young man, he was like my, he said to me, uh, excuse me, miss. And I said, yeah, what's up, man? Cause I don't, I don't do that. Yes, sir. Can I help you? I just go, Hey, what's up, man? Like I'm not, I'm, I'm trying to be your friend, but I'm not your server. Do you know what I'm saying? Like I will be your friendly lady that grabs you some, some shit that you want. Okay. So these guys, they were fantastic. He goes, miss. I said, yes. He said, uh, I said, what's up, man? He said, are you a comedian? I said, I am. He said, Ooh, I really enjoy your comedy. I said, Ooh, thank you, babe. And he said, you got to keep doing comedy. Like he like, look, it was like as if he was like a spy from the other side, you know, it was like he was a spy from the comedy side and the art side of the world and was like, he came in, he looked around, he's like, bitch, you're covered in chili. Why don't you doing some comedy right now? And I'm like, motherfucker, I've been doing comedy as many shifts as I did this week. I did comedy this week. So four shifts, four comedy shifts, four waitressing shit. It's like, God damn, this girl is busy. This girl is on fire. And so really I'm doing all the things that I need to do because the car's in the shop, babies. And you know, when the car's in the shop, I'm a fucking car owner now. I got to take care of the car. Car's in the shop. I don't mind. What, what am I going to, what, who, who is doing, I have no sugar daddy. I have no real daddy. I have no daddy at all to help me be, oh gosh, let us not, uh, you know, someone asked me, where is your family from? This week I had some, a customer, she asked, where is your family from? I say, eh, Poland, Ukraine, you know, the old USSR. She say, Ukraine, oh. I'm so sorry. Now, she didn't have an accent, but I am having an accent for this bit. Uh, but it's a real thing. And people, I just want to say, I know, I know. Please try to just take a breath when you can. You know, that's funny for me to say. Miss fucking wild. She's a wild one. So I do have lovely interactions with my customers. I overheard a couple of really young girls, maybe early 20s, talking about what I, I thought I overheard them say Charlie Murphy. And I was so excited because Charlie Murphy, Charlie Murphy, Charlie Murphy had, rest in peace, Charlie Murphy. He had the best stories of Hollywood. Am I right? I mean, he had stories and of Studio 54, Prince and and him, you know, do, uh, playing basketball. If you watch Chappelle's show, or if you're familiar with Chappelle's show, you have to, ooh, there's a hair that's right in my ball. ball. Um, and you got to watch when Charlie Murphy just tells his stories. It is 
unbelievable. So anyway, I was listening over here in these girls talk and I thought I heard them say Charlie Murphy. So I came over to the, because as I will, if I overhear you talking about something, I'm going to come right over and I'm going to want to join your conversation. That's just, you know what it is? I'm a blucha. You know what the blucha means? It's my mother's real last name. It's my mother's real last name. Uh, Ellen Judith Blucha. So, you know, it's my, it's, uh, for, so anyway, uh, so I come over cause we eavesdrop and then we want to take part in your conversation. That's what we do. We're bluches and we eavesdrop and then we, then we, uh, place ourselves in your conversation. <laughs> Pretty much. We just like shove ourselves into your conversation. So I overhear that and I come over and I go, Hey, oh my God, did you just talk about Charlie Murphy? Cause they were so young. I was like, how do they know about Charlie Murphy? Maybe they have an older brother or sister. And they said, no, no, we weren't. And I said, you weren't talking about Charlie Murphy? And they said, no. Mm -mm." Now, I didn't ask them who they were talking about, but I said, do you know who Charlie Murphy is? And they said, I don't don't think so. I said, do you know who Eddie Murphy is? That's his brother, Eddie Murphy. And he's like much bigger than he is. And one of the girls says, oh, my God, I love Eddie Murphy. And I said, really? You know Eddie Murphy? And she go- and it's this little like 22-year-old white girl. And she goes, yeah, I saw Eddie Murphy. Um, he opened up for Lana Del Rey. And I was, like, <laughs> I was like, Eddie Murphy opened for Lana? Is that the right? Is that her name? Lana Del Rey? Whatever the fuck that lady's name is. I go, Eddie Murphy opened for, he's a comedian? I don't think he's been on stage in over two decades. Like, really? Eddie Murphy for Lana Del Rey? And she goes, oh, no, um, Eddie. Oh, I thought, see, I love um, Pearl Jam. So, you know, he was there and I was like, oh, my God, Pearl Jam. And I go, Pearl Jam? You mean Eddie Vedder? And she goes, yeah, oh, my God, he's so good. But is his brother Charlie? And I was like, no, I should move. Let me go home. Should I, I should just go home. Let me just go home. I'm going to leave work right now and uh, just go home. It'll be fine. I'll be fine. I'll be fine. Um, so they really, they really missed out. <laughs> these poor babies. Like this girl, these girls will never know what it's like to, to perform in front of a mirror or in front of their friends to act out a song that they will uh, they can't. And they're so embarrassed. These poor babies. They're so embarrassed. Um, what I, I'm not embarrassed. You know that. <laughs> Bless the babies. I, uh, I am not embarrassed. I am not embarrassed to be on the bus again. I'm on the bus because the car is in the shop for the last couple weeks. I'm on the bus. It is, it is, in, it is interesting. Let me tell you something. Two things that have changed for your friend Jess over here. One, fuck you with, with trying to, you know, um, miss, 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 how about fuck you? You know what I mean? Like, I don't really care to answer to that. To serve, serve mankind. It's a cookbook. So I don't really care to do that anymore. That's shifted, right? Then I get on the bus and I don't mind the bus. The bus is very pretty, especially here. You get up the historic Route 66 and um, you get up in there and you, you see the mountains and the clouds. I mean, it's fucking gorgeous here. So I don't mind the bus as much. Here's another thing that has shifted. Ready? I used to get approached on the bus 
I used to get talked to on the bus. Now listen, I don't, I don't, either way, I don't take it as an insult. I don't take it personal. I figured here's a blonde lady on the fucking bus. It's pretty approachable. I would, I would try too, I guess. I don't know. Uh, if I saw me, I'd be like, hey, <laughs> you know, where, where are you off to? Um, so, because one time I was walking around Los Angeles and I, and I walked past a, uh, uh, a Hertz rent-a-car parking lot and I heard foot, foot running feet like dot, 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 and I turned and there, thank God there was a chain link fence between us because there was this white man and he fucking ran at me full force and he clunks up against the, the gate and he goes, hey, you got anything that you're doing right now? Like, yes, motherfucker, I have a life. I'm, I'm doing errands. I'm fucking going on. What, what? What am I supposed to go into the Hertz parking lot and smoke meth with you? Is that what, is that how I look? So I don't think I look like that anymore, which is a great thing, guys. So I'm on the bus and no one comes to talk to me. Even like they look at me and they're like, oh dear. And I think to myself, yeah. But then I also think, what else has shifted, Jessica? You just came from a job where you had a shift, where you're all covered in food and fucking people, rah, and the slipping into the mop bucket area. You know what I mean? So you might be a little angry. Your face might be set in a little bit of a RBF, you know, the resting beach vice. And um, it may be a rest in that. And it's just mad and like smelly. And, they, you know, they look at you. Yeah, no, I'm good. This lady's fucking pissed off. Whereas before when I was on the bus, when I first arrived in Albuquerque and I had no idea like how dangerous certain areas were, or what the fuck was going on. And I'd be on the bus like, this is so cool. And then people would be like, hey, how's it going? You know, and I'd be like, fine, what's up? And they'd be like, you love a dollar? And I told this one guy, I don't have a dollar. I'm on the bus. And he goes, yeah, that's a good point. Okay, take care. And then he like moved away, which, you know, you just be real with people. Don't choke me. All right. Speaking of real, let me move my notes. This is so exciting. I'm getting through these notes. Really, really practicing getting through the notes. Okay. <laughs> uh, another show that I did this week was uh, a comedy roast battle. Now, I didn't roast anyone, and I was a judge, and they, they wanted me to roast everyone that was coming through, and I got past the microphone, and I took myself out. I took myself out of the fucking judging. I was like, no, I don't. You know why? I'm not good. I can't play the dozens. I'm, I don't bag on everybody. I don't have snaps. I'm not your mama, this is your mama, that. You know why? Because I got fucking tortured like that as a kid. And I mean by the adults. And I know there are some people maybe watching right now who are like, yeah, my parents did that to me too. But I got through it or I, you know, fought back or whatever. Call me a sensitive, cowardly lion bitch. I don't know, but I can't take it. I'm like, <laughs> why are we so mean to each other? You know, it's already really hard to do comedy. Let me tell you something, folks. Those of you who don't know how to fucking, you don't know nothing about getting up on stage with a microphone and all your fucking thoughts in your head. And that's it. And you got to go out there and you make these motherfuckers laugh, you know, and it's hard. It's hard, hard stuff. So... The comedy roast battles, I got to do a set to open the show, which was fantastic. I got to do my material. I got to, you know, get all the uh, wonderful laughter and applause and all that. But then I had to go sit with the judges uh, and, and talk shit. And listen, they did a fantastic job. The other judges were fucking flawless, like fantastic. And that made it harder. I was like, God damn, these motherfuckers are funny and mean, biting, 
great details, great references, great stuff. And then they get to me and I'm like, uh, you were sufficiently mean. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. And I'd pass the fucking mic. A lot of times I talked about people's outfits. This is not a fashion police uh, episode. This is a fucking comedy roast battle. So I just excused myself. I was like, you know, I'm good. No, I'm, I'm good. And I just left. Plus, I'll tell you this, kids. If you have a great show... Like, I had a great fucking set, tore it up. At least 150 people there just fucking, wah! And then I have to go sit on the corner and be like, you're awful. And it just, it just, the balance was off. And you know what? I'm lucky enough and I'm blessed enough so that these folks all know me and they accept me for who I am and I could tell them the truth and I don't have to, because it's like, I killed on stage. I don't want to die in the corner. You know what I'm saying, folks? You know what I'm saying. Okay, speaking of dying in the corner, I know it's a good transition. Um, I was walking to the store the other day. Again, uh, you know, no car. And I, uh, my neighbor a couple blocks away had uh, his pit bull out on the sidewalk. No leash, you know, um, beautiful girl pit bull gray still had her ears still had her tail like that is my favorite one of my favorite favorite dogs ever pitbulls and <laughs> i don't i know they have a horrible rap and i know and i had one and they're the sweetest little peas and you know they were the baby they were the nanny dogs and a lot of people don't know that and they give them such a bad rap because people do train them to fight yes and they do have a locked you know they can lock their jaw yes all those things are true but depending on who is raising them right just like a child i'm looking at you me uh so i'm walking down the street this beautiful little girl pit is standing uh, just sitting like a good girl, and her dad, this black guy with all, very handsome, uh, all fronted up, just front, 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 and uh, hair wrapped, and uh, he's kind of going through his car, and I see this young pit bull, and I take my, I had my sunglasses on, <laughs> and I pull my sunglasses down, and I look at this gray pit bull girl, and I go, hey girl and she stands up and she starts shaking her tail and she's like hey girl and I'm like hey and then I come walking towards her and she comes walking towards me just wagging wagging and then I get down on my knees and I'm like hey girl hey oh my god you're so beautiful look at you you gorgeous thing and she's licking my face and we're just having a full-on I mean I don't make out with dog. I'm not that white where you make out with dogs i don't know who you are but you are gross if you put your tongue in a dog's mouth or allow a dog to kiss that is fucking disgusting and why do we only see white people do this i don't understand it's so disgusting we must stop so this is more of a public service announcement anyway she this pit bull is just licking my face and i'm down on the ground i'm let i'm like nuzzling with her and all of a sudden the, i can feel the guy watching us the the owner this black guy and he goes hey what's up and i'm like oh hey this is your dog she's so nice she's so beautiful oh my god i had a pity i love pities and he's like he looks so confused like what the fuck is this lady doing with my goddamn dog so i was like okay and then when i walked away because he goes come here 
to the, you know, not to me, which I, I wouldn't have minded, actually. He said, come here to the dog. And the dog went and she like looked back at me. And I said, okay, sis, I'll see you later. I'll see you on the way back, maybe. Okay, sis. Oh my God, this dog, my sister. But it really felt like that. I don't know if you ever have connections like that with animals where you're like, hey, I know you. So as soon as I put my glasses down, she was like, hey, girl. I was like, hey. So anyway, we had this full connection. I go to the store. I'm walking back from the store. She's not there anymore. The guy's not there anymore, but his car is still there. And I notice in the window of his car, it has a sign that says, beware of dog. (laughs) And I think if anyone would have seen this little dog with me, they would have been like, I guess as long as I get down on my knees and I start to just nuzzle her, she won't be such a beware of dog dog. (laughs) I could tell it. I could turn a killer into a lover in moments, baby. And that that goes with human and animal, I believe. It really does. Thank you, thanks, you guys. And I know you're part of it. You, my love and support from my folks out there. You guys are so amazing. All right, that's got to do it. That's gonna do it. I gotta wrap this up. Uh, just like a condom on your penis, wrap it up, babies. Oh, and be careful, anyone who uses that fucking Jergens. Be careful. Don't whack with the Jergens anymore, baby boys. Um. They're, it's a recall. It's bad, bad, bad. So yes. So yes, yes, yes. Just do, uh, throw away the Jergens. And, um, congratulations on anyone this week who has, uh, um, come across a big goal or a dream or a something that you're like, you know what? I can do this. And you push through it. I'm so fucking psyched for you. I just think you are amazing. I love seeing your name. I don't see Thank you for tuning in, everybody. I, uh, I would just love it if you would share this with your friends. You can share it through Instagram. You can share it on the podcast uh, streams. It goes out to about eight or nine different platforms. So anywhere you see a podcast, something, something, look up, get wood and then subscribe. It's so easy. And if you wouldn't mind, this is, this is a huge deal. Please go to Apple and do a review. Can you do five stars in a review for me? Because... The show is getting popular, but it needs like just more of a little push. And I really believe that we can all do it together. And if I continue to remind y'all and I continue to stay up on it, because I know I get I get weird about promoting myself and I shouldn't, because guess what? Every asshole out there who wants to do what I do is promoting themselves like crazy nuts. So guess what? I'm going to do it too. I'm going to do it too. Okay. Lunch is over. I love you guys. Miss B, uh, happy rest of your day and week. Everybody, please take care of yourselves this week. I know it's a heavy, heavy time. Do not turn on the news more than if you have to a couple minutes a day, okay? It is so fucking traumatic. Also, social media, it just, I, be careful. That's all I want to say. You know what I, I would love it if you would do? Make a video of yourself acting out one of your favorite songs and dancing and act out to it, send it to me under three minutes, uh, you know, maybe 30 seconds to a minute, send it to me. I'll post it. We'll tag it. Get wood podcast. We're going to make this interactive. We're going to make ourselves have more fun. Nobody's preaching how to have fun anymore. I don't want to do Ninja warrior. I don't want to do Wipeout. I don't want to be on a reality show. I want us to tap in, tap to tap, to tap, tap, tap in to our fucking power and our passion and our greatness.
and our energy, okay? So let's, I'm going to share it with you. You don't have to do it. It's not an assignment, but it's something that I really found pleasure in. And I want to suggest to y'all. Okay. I love you so much. Be good to yourselves. Be good to each other. And uh, yeah, don't do shit you don't want to do, really. I mean, unless it's like a serious must-do situation. Okay, I got to go. I love you. Bye. (laughs) Yes, I got to go. I got to go.